Welcome. You've got mail. I do. In my restless dreams, I hear that podcast, Insert Credit. I bid you welcome to the annual Insert Credit Spec Dracula, a spooky discussion of video games thematic to the Halloween season. This year, we'll be doing one of our famous ranking episodes, determining through rigorous scientific formula the candidates for the best horror game of all time. I'm Alex Jaffe, and one of my greatest fears on screen is graphic eye trauma. Hmm. Spooky. Uh, I'm Frank Savali. One of my greatest fears on screen is uh, clipping through the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Harrowing. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tim Rogers. One of my greatest on screen fears is, uh, I don't know, this stuff doesn't scare me. Stuff that's not real doesn't scare me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Is that, a, <laughs> is that like a robotic answer there? It's just I, stuff that's not real doesn't scare me. A little bit. And I believe that we'll be getting into that uh, quite extensively on this show. That's for yeah. Well, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I think the thing, the on-screen thing that scares me the most is, uh, I mean, kind of dark, animal abuse. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I just imagine that situation with my dog or any of my pets. Hard to watch. Just, you can't yeah, do it. I can't. can't well, that. fortunately. Actually, is... wait, hold on, hold on. I have a better one. Hold on. Can I try again? Yeah, uh, sure. I'm Jim Rogers, and my greatest on-screen fear is my email inbox. Hey, yeah, that was good, huh? What All do you right. Think? Here's how these ranking episodes work. Oh, tell I asked me, each of I... our panelists individually to send me a list of their nominations for the best horror game. And then I asked our faithful community at forums.insertcredit.com to provide nom- nominations of their own. And our Patreon. Any game which appeared on multiple panelist lists automatically made the top 20 cut. 10 Ooh. games made it onto this list this way with only one game nominated by all three panelists. I won't reveal which one it was until we reach the end of the list. For the remaining 10, I selected the games which received the greatest numbers of nomination from our community and which were also selected by one of our panelists. That gave us the remaining half of the list, which I then sorted alphabetically. We're going to dedicate the four minutes to each item on the list, allowing for two minutes of discussion and two minutes for ranking before moving on to the next item. If Uh time permits, after sorting all 20 games... We'll move on to a frightening round where we quickly go through the remaining nominations from our listeners and make a last minute decision about whether any are worthy of inclusion. If you don't want to miss an opportunity to join in on the next ranking episode, whenever that may be, be sure to regularly visit forums.insertcredit.com. And the Patreon. And the Patreon. Patreon.com slash insertcredit. That's another great way to do it. For a dollar a month, you can send us all the messages you want. Is that right? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't make any promises about replies. Jaffe, I, can I just ask one question real quick about this? Sure. Ranking? Um, uh, can you just repeat that whole thing? I wasn't paying attention. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, my good All jokes right. are hot today. Okay. We're going to start right. at the top of the list. Go to the bottom uh, alphabetically. Sort them as we go. Starting with Baroque. Oh, oh, Baroque. Which one? The PS2 make or the original Saturn game? I'd, I'd say the original uh, Saturn Dealer's game. choice. It was not specified. I like both of huh. them personally. Yeah, they're both pretty good. I just played the both of them uh, last week, and I mean, I guess it's it's all about. So, <clears throat> actually, can we can we pause for a second? I want to figure out on what criteria we're gonna rank these. Uh, Excellent idea. Because 
So typically we, we kind of weight making the list interesting versus them being objectively good games. I want and to jump like right that. out and say, I like interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So like the way I, the way I feel about horror games is that they're on a spectrum between uh, fun and scary or tense. And those aren't necessarily exclusive or anything, but I feel like there's, there's going to be games that are more toward fun times. And I think Baroque is one of those and less toward it's a fun you know, game tension and dread and stuff and i think horror, horror films are the same way like your uh your effects laden slasher film which is like goofy and and you don't project yourself into versus ones that are like more existential right. kind of horror i don't think this list is scariest i think it's best uh, well but is best it's most best fun? horror though right yeah, it's best it... horror so hor- best horror doesn't necessarily mean fun what right. is horror and, though i don't and know it also doesn't necessarily mean like, does it mean scariest? Anyway, let's, I guess we'll just keep best horror experience in mind, right? Yeah, sure. sort of. But I think it's more just going to be like, which games are we more excited about? Yeah, because it, it, we're going to get into situations, I know, where it's like Resident Evil 4, not the absolute best horror game, but much more fun to play than more horrific games. Right. Kind of thing. I mean, I, I had Pac-Man on my list. You know, I don't think that's good horror. I think it counts as something horror adjacent and is a sure. fun game. There are ghosts. It's got ghosts and it does take place in the god darn dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of, lot of, uh, you eat ghosts. God darn it. Uh, okay. Well, that's horrifying. To, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I just wanted to, uh, you know, get, get a little bit of a consensus ish on what we're doing. Okay. I mean, is, is, is the nightmare of Druaga for PlayStation two, a horror game? Cause it has the word nightmare in the title. Yes, it is to Druaga. Yeah, Druaga's not having a good time doing that one. No. So I would I would say, so here's what I like about Baroque. Um, I was saying earlier that I'm I don't get scared of stuff on a screen. And I, I you know, again, I've said I've said so before in almost as many words, or maybe even a couple more, that there's a whole lot of stuff that I'm not manly about, you know, that uh, I'm weak. I mean, whatever. I can't grow a beard. I'm not I'll be the first person to admit all of that. So I'm not uh posturing uh this is not any kind of masculinity posturing when i say i'm not scared of stuff on a tv i just don't know what's wrong with me i can't enjoy horror stuff the way uh i've i've witnessed several acquaintances viscerally reacting and uh hooting and hollering and yelling i just can't do it so for me baroque is a primary example of just a japanese game that owns a whole bunch of creepiness, just deep, dark, occultish creepiness. It just owns it, and it manages to communicate that even. It has seeped into the, the. I, I mean, there's no better word for Baroque mechanics of the game. It's just the, the, the mechanics, when we say mechanics are Baroque, we mean there's a little bit too much stylism, a little bit too much play on them. And I think that's what the game Baroque has a whole lot of, uh, it's just a creepy dungeon crawler. And it's it's got its creepiness so fine tuned. Got a real world to it and a vibe and that comes down, you know, all the way through to the way characters speak and the way they look. And um I I guess for my money, I'm gonna say it's the Saturn one because the the lower it's, fidelity helps yeah. with it. And also I think that the first personness is is it's better at enveloping me in that weirdness than the third person view of the PS2 game. I think first person is is scary. Yeah. I think first person uh not that, you know, there's a so much of a history of scary uh 
first person uh, games, though I think first person is like a fabulous vehicle for quote unquote scary stuff. I don't yeah. know. So I, I, I also too. think the Saturn one is just it's just it feels jankier and weirder. And I think that that's fun and interesting to me. It also entertains me in a similar way to the way that I like older horror films, which is I spend a lot of time in those, like rather than getting scared, wondering at how they made what they just made. How did, how did they present me with this detail that looked difficult to construct? And I, and Baroque has a lot of that from the, like the vertex lighting and the, the high res looking textures, but at the same time, kind of low res looking and all the dithered, 3d effects and things it's pretty cool it's got a whole bunch of just scariness to it and it's just like i'm saying i like the the the, this long storied history of japanese role-playing games that just kind of own this occultish creepiness i mean shin megami i i now feel that like i should have put shin megami tensei 3 nocturne shoot on on my list to put that one on there because i feel like that's uh (laughs) that's my favorite horror game if yeah. that if we can call that a heart that's i mean i think all the machine megami tensei game strange journey that's just well, a creepy we, weird game we can I think baroque, in later i think baroques can stand in for those our next game is clock tower oh which one the original not the 1996 yeah, the original one. the original clock tower i like it um so the original clock tower is a is a point and click on a console adventure game where you're uh, a lady who's trying to get away from is a scissor man who is in this mansion in this mysteriousness. And it's it's pretty cool because it's slow and somber and uh you it's very deliberate and there's there's and because it's 2D side on, there's kind of no real hiding of anything. Everything is is available to you. Uh like I can hide under this bed. I hear the sound of the snapping scissors getting closer. It's pretty good. I like that game. Although I wanna put in a little bid for the wonder swan version um they really all kind of roll into one but the wonder wonder swan version being black and white kind of increases the weirdness of it even more it's like eight color grayscale. pretty neat you gotta love that that uh the black and white horror just the the great tradition of black and white is creepy george yeah. romero loved black and white he didn't like when blood was red jerry i said jerry because i knew people wanted me to say jerry somebody brent porter told me that people have been talking about me saying jerry yeah there's been a there's been a time to jerry yeah i went ahead and put it put it in there for everybody just did i forgot i was going to try to do it in my intro but yeah like Um, psycho in psycho the the blood is so dark and the black blood yeah yeah and it it really makes you uh makes you fearful george romero was like red blood looks stupid this was george romero's thing he said it looks comic booky i think was the phrase he used that stuck with me from an old interview clock tower is cool Okay, so one thing about the clock tower is the scissor man is uh, what kind of an iconic villain is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty good. He's just a guy with a huge pair of scissors, and he and he's dressed like um, Angus Young from uh, ACDC. Yeah, he's got his little boy shorts on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Scissor man is just that's a great villain, and it's just the juxtaposition of scissors and clock. Gotta love it. And I love that the protagonist of this game has this long flowing black hair and a long dress. And this scissor guy, you just imagine him snipping her hair off. I don't know if that's a vision that anybody else had, but she's running away and her hair is flowing and he's snipping behind her. And I was like, he's going to give her a, a haircut all the way. He's gonna I'm sure it started with that. I'm sure it started with that. So it is must... it better or worse than Baroque? 
Uh, it's. I'm gonna put it above Baroque. Uh, I, I'm also more. I mean, I haven't played either of these, but I'm. I'm uh, significantly more interested in this one, even though I don't expect it to be quote unquote good. All right. oh, it's, it's pretty good. It, it actually is good. I think you might okay. actually you might actually you like it, it if you uh, like the uh, the. It's like an an interesting Japanese alternate universe take on your uh, your uh, your your point and click your LucasArts yeah. games. And it established yeah. human entertainment as like the progenitor of Japanese horror. In- yeah, I was actually thinking of playing it because there was a uh, recently released patch for the Super Famicom version that sort of uh, brings in any of the quality of life stuff from. Uh, the PlayStation, the PlayStation version. So, and also the like, Wonderswan one. So I thought that sounded kind of cool. Wonderswan one has that quality of life and extra bonus scene stuff too, I believe. Yeah, I don't have no Wonderswan. No, though. I know. I'm just, just, just for the fans out there. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, fans, check it out. All you Wonderswaners. is D2. Oh, D2. D2 oh, the D2 Mighty Art. Ducks. Yeah. Exactly. D2. Uh, well, Emilio uh, Estevez uh, was very good in it. <laughs> right. Oh man, Emilio Estevez is a classic. What what's he up to these days? D two D two Judgment Day is that what that Judgment Day was the 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 bad joke I was going to make. Yeah, so Dang that's it. good good work. We're talking I mean, about the it. game by Warp for the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, first so of all, you got to love Warp. I do have to, and I think that of all of the Warp games in this genre, of which there are at least three: D Enemy Zero and D two. I would yeah. say this is the most playable as a video game. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Again, it's in. I, I I don't know if it's scary though. It is. It is wildly interesting. You know what sticks out in my mind the most when I think about D two is uh uh squinting at my TV because it was so bright because there was so much snow. I think oh, it was yeah. the only game that made me ever squint on a CRT television. CRTs much darker in general than your your LCDs or your OLED TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh, these days, I I just don't don't like I don't like I almost said <laughs> I do I don't like uh when there's uh, I don't like when there's white user interfaces. I think everything should have a dark mode. Um, I just remember wishing D two had had a dark mode. I kind of like in in D two how like so in in D you don't really get weapons. It's an FMV game. Uh, in Enemy Zero you have this extremely unwieldy, difficult to use weapon that has a charge to it, a limited charge, and then in D two. They're like, here's a machine gun. You should take this machine gun with you. That's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know. I like, I, I like that. But in terms of the horrorness of it, it's it's very kind of uh, uh, the thing, John Carpenter style, where uh, a giant beastie thing can can bloom, quote unquote, out of a out of a person. This horror of a blooming onion. It's pretty cool. I like it's, the game. It's focused. It's very focused yeah. on its uh, its story. It's it actually. It doesn't really feel like there are too many video games in the world uh, that are like big budget story video games that are that are like as focused as this like now. So for it to have been that sort of focused on its themes at that yeah. point in time was quite interesting. Nineteen ninety nine, wasn't it? Yeah, ninety nine. I also mm-hmm. like how it uh, it decides to keep the like the what do you call it the exploration view of D and enemy zero but it's it's real-time graphics now so like you're investigating around the room but there it still only lets you look at certain areas certain points of interest and that's interesting considering that it is 3d they could have just let you like thump around in a room and try all the doors but they 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 still kept that controlled view controlled camera first person do do we think that it is meant to uh make you tense that you're not in full control um it doesn't it actually feels 
safer. It feels like a yeah. a safety zone for you. And then, it, like my my guess uh, was that they felt like that. You know, they 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 had a more controlled horror with that in the past. But then I I feel like in this, it's you know you know nothing's gonna get you immediately during that time, and and that makes the outdoor portions where you're wandering around in what feels like for you know 1999 or 98 or whenever it was what feels like this limitless potential of there could be anything out there so i yeah. i feel like that they, they were yeah where are we that. placing this game so far d2 i would put it below clock tower above baroque how's that for you that's what i want also yeah sure i like it our next game is danganronpa oh danganronpa yeah that's well, one of those games well, that uh uh that I just really want to play. Does that makes well, sense. Yeah. I just I want to play it and I just uh never bothered to. I've done it and um there's a couple funny things about that game. One is that there is a a song, there's a Gunhouse song in there, not on Ooh. purpose. Um what happened was the uh um Rich Freeland who did the music for Gunhouse, he decided to challenge himself by using only those Apple Loops things or mm-hmm. uh, and it turns out they also did that in Danganronpa. And so there are two samples used in the same song in Danganronpa and Gunhouse. That, and they sound so similar because it's the, the loops are like, they're these big like horn solo things. And so that's, that's, I was listening to it and I was like, where have I heard this before when I was playing Danganronpa? I was sitting <laughs> in, the, rules. in the Heathrow airpl- airport and I was like, oh, I can't figure this out. It's something I know really well. And then I remembered, oh yeah, it's my game. Um, anyway, Danganronpa is pretty cool because it's, you know, there's all these like escape game type things where there's a bunch or nonary games, whatever, where you're a bunch of people trapped in a space inspired to kill each other or they all die off somehow or other and you got to sort of figure it out. And so it's, it's like, it's like horror, um, what do you call it? Horror Phoenix, right? In a way. And I think Danganronpa does it pretty well because they try to make you get to know this. Phoenix, oh, Phoenix Fright. Fright. Yeah, exactly. Oh, excellent. Well done. Um, they try to make you get to know these characters well before they kill them off, or they get you to distrust them before they get killed off, and you're like, oh, I guess they're not the killer then, because... It... And it doesn't feel too trite or anything. It's it's very pulpy, I would say. And the, they, they show blood and stuff, but it's all pink and neon and weird, which almost makes it more disturbing in a way. I bet there's uh, a very long YouTube video about uh, uh, investigating whether or not the Japanese version has red blood. Oh, is there? No, I bet, and I'm just I'm guessing oh, there yeah, is. There and then they go, oh, actually, we found it. It doesn't have it. It's the same. It's yeah. a stylistic choice. That's probably. That's I probably remember true. when I did my review of the Final Fantasy VII remake, someone was like, uh, in the comments, they were like, you did this whole review and you didn't even call them out for changing the blood from red to glowy blue. Who cares? And I was like, oh, man, that's that's incredible that you watched this whole three hour video. And that's what you have to say about it. They like, came oh, into the video yeah. uh, waiting for you to bring it up. Yeah, yeah like, this, gonna... is, this is this is my uh, important. This, this is the hill I'm going to die on for this game. They have their they reply have pre-typed. They're yes. like hovering over the enter key the whole time, shaking hundreds of videos. About... Wait, I, well, I, I want to say, say one more thing about it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Which is uh, another thing I like about it is as char- you start off in your own room and you're not even really safe in your own room, but everybody else's rooms are are near yours and next to yours. And so as everyone gets killed off, you have to like see their rooms become 
inaccessible and like blocked off and stuff and it and it, it really gives you this sense of it closing in on you okay the mm. i just want to say it's got that bear in it that looks kind of like something from a t-shirt at hot topic and that bear <laughs> is the main yeah. reason i have never played this game i've played a bunch of the old tune soft games kamaitachi no yoda you ever play one, that game really that's good game good, that's a good one i haven't played all the way through it though yeah that's a real good game so i played a bunch of those old uh tune soft spike tune soft games tune soft yeah. um yeah like those and uh i this one's been on my radar for like literally 10 years i think it was christian nut who uh yeah. basically just told me that i have to play it he loves them you know and then, uh, i still haven't played it that bear i'm i'm i know i'm i'm, I'm extending it even though i have to go <laughs> later um the bear is supposed to be ugly and stupid and yeah. and so i think that like it's supposed to feel like a stupid hot topic piece of crap and the fact the fact that something like that is lording things over you and ca- causing you to kill each other is extra infuriating so uh maybe that'll make you more yeah i mean like i i it, it is in my steam library and it has been for some time and i just uh for a couple of years now and i still just haven't ever played it so i think i'd put it below baroque maybe even though it's better Ooh. yeah let's hey, put it below better, baroque yeah. i want to keep baroque on there i like baroque yeah okay. it's one of my All favorite right. spooky games our next game is Deadly Premonition. Oh, Dead Prem, Charlie. Oh, I played this one. Yeah. What do you think, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I don't know about it. If we're ranking it as a horror game, I don't. I don't really know about its horror qualities. Um, it's. It's the parts that I think are meant to be really creepy are actually kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the, the way that the stuff is kind of and like the tree blooming through a person sort of thing. Yeah, like there's that. some there's some good horror to it. You're right. Especially. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of blowing the, the ending with that. But yeah, the <laughs> the the, the sort know. of body horror aspects yeah. of it with uh, plant life sort of growing inside of you. Yeah, that's pretty good horror. Um, the the sort of grunt zombies that you're shooting uh, right. the it's it's a little spooky the way that they kind of alternate between like telling you to please kill them and then saying i don't want to die there's a little mm-hmm. something a little mm-hmm. upsetting about that but yeah as a game obviously you know brandon and i both think that uh it's it's uh got enough new interesting ideas that that uh at least i'd call it a masterpiece yeah um, yeah i like that game the real good bag of ideas. did you get around to playing it tim i didn't even know you played it oh i mean i've played enough of it to say i like i've never played the whole thing mm. Just what I've played, it's fun to chill. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good chill game. It's good. I mean, it's good at actually kind of convincing the player that they are always two steps away from solving a murder, even though it's scripted to make that impossible because you can actually track what everyone's doing with their day. It's got a really good environment. It's got really good characters. I I like the dialogue. I don't know. It's a really good game. Yeah, and I do think that, you know, when you get into like the um, sawmill or whatever, and it's all... It's it's pretty spooky in there, and the raincoat killer is 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 present, and you feel you feel the actual uh, you feel more pressure in that sequence than in in much of the rest of the game, where you're just like shooting dopey zombies in the head or uh, going at them with a weed whacker. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's good. It's probably not the very best horror game, but I think it does deserve a place on the list. Yeah, I'll tell you what doesn't deserve a place on this list is uh, the, the we're okay we're we're at the, we're on the letter D here. Mm-hmm. Um, if if Eternal Darkness got on this list somehow, I'm gonna be real mad. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think it will have. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying uh, Deadly Premonition definitely deserves to be on this list. Eternal Darkness does not. 
I'm just I saying. I will say, probably... Eternal Darkness was nominated, but it did not make the list. Ah, uh, not dark enough. I'm guessing it didn't make it yeah. because it wasn't on any of our lists. <laughs> that, yeah, that, I, that is I, a contributing factor. Yes, I yeah. didn't even think about it. We need. To, uh, I, I I would have given it a negative vote if I hadn't remembered. More like Eternal Darkness. Nice. Oh no. Okay, where does this one go? Yeah, where does it go? Um, above Danganronpa, uh, or above Baroque. Either one of those two. I mean, you might as well put it above Baroque. Okay. Sure. Because yep. I love Baroque. Our next the... game is Dino Crisis. Uh, what a, what oh, a DC. Yeah, what a good one. Version what a, unspecified. What a good boy. Version unspecified. Which one do we want to go with? Uh, I think PlayStation version is is the one. The, the Dreamcast version is not so different. And having just compared the two, I feel like the, the lower fidelity of the PlayStation version actually helps quite a lot because... Because it is kind of a, it does have a bit of a cheapness to it. This game, I, I guess, I was, I was wondering more uh, Dino Crisis one or two when Jaffe said version unspecified. Oh, that yeah. just goes no, the to show what Dino I, Crisis. Yeah, well, th- that yeah. just goes to show what I think about uh, the Dino Crisis games. They are very different. Dino Crisis two is way different than the first one. Way different. I, I actually, I hadn't played it until last week, and uh, I'm definitely going to complete that. Game I like, I like Dino Crisis two. That's just a Dino Blast. It's it's dumb as trash, yeah. It's dumb as rocks. It's uh, you can see a very definite progression of uh, of Capcom toward making the Mora. I don't know. It's that Capcom that made Lost Planet, you know. Yeah, is what it feels like. Action and I oriented. mean, Resident Evil Four. It's uh, it's that Capcom. And they're giving you combo scores and stuff. My favorite yeah, thing like about it. the uh, the original Dino Crisis though is is just every time something happens, I think to myself, oh. Looks like you got a dino crisis on your hands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> constantly, constantly. We got a thinking. dino crisis over here. This crisis but... just got dino. Dino crisis, appropriately, basically, it kind of feels like they, 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 they did some sort of no-duh arithmetic and extracted from the film Jurassic Park the the horror influences. Jurassic yeah. Park has all these... I mean, Jurassic Park is made by the, the goddamn guy who made Jaws. And uh, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, when it gets right down to it, has a couple of vocabularically horror filmy scenes to it like with the velociraptors in the kitchen or whatever. Dino Crisis feels like and I remember playing this game back in like I did it in 98. Uh, I remember playing this game and uh, just being like, this kind of feels like it was made by people who were like, you know what? Jurassic Park. What if that were a horror movie? No, I think definitely. And I love like, it. I was in Dino Crisis. You get like information enemy information and stuff yeah and the inf- information on the raptor is it just completely confirms that because they're like previously we thought that dinosaurs were not very smart but the velociraptor has <laughs> ha- has changed all that and and we realize they're actually really smart and of course like velociraptors are not smarter than other dinosaurs necessarily they're that, basically as smart as chickens probably yeah, that's just something that's from Jurassic i mean Park. i've seen a chicken win tic-tac-toe yeah, I can't do that. Maybe the chicken's right. smarter than me. Oh, man, I got this Dino Crisis long play on over here. It looks like a Resident Evil, the movie, the video game with so, dinosaurs. The, the reason that I didn't put Dino Crisis on my list, I think, is... Um, yeah. Maybe I did, but I, I didn't mean to, is uh, is that it is very Resident Evil, and, and that was the criticism in the reviews of it at the time. It's, it's yeah. like really a Resident Evil game, but it is full 3D, whereas Resident the, Evil... Yeah was those you know the those postcards yeah well where's it go i love how silver it is mm-hmm. i love this ui dude 
Oh yeah. I don't know. I think I'm gonna chill with Dragon. Oh, the Dragon Crisis with Dino Crisis later. Dino they Crisis is make, good. They should make it's Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Crisis. Crisis. It's, it's, it's about it's Monster a... Hunter monsters that invade the real world. Oh, they should. Dragon Crisis, dude. Yeah. Call me up, Capcom. It's a several million dollar idea. I think. <laughs> oh, and the main character should be Bionic Commando. It's from oh, the nice. 2009 Bionic Commando. That's it sort of feels like you don't need an early Resident Evil and a. Uh, Dino Crisis on the same list. They sort of occupy the same space, except that it's dinos. And I think the dinos are a little less scary. So I'd actually put, I'd personally put it at the bottom of the list. Yeah, I'd kick that can down the road. Okay. Yeah. So wait, we're here. We're still in the letter D. There's a possibility Eternal Darkness is coming in. Let's all just be ready. Okay, I mean, I did going. put it on my list five times, so we'll see. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we haven't left D Town yet because our next game is Doom 3. Oh, Doom 3 is good. I hate that game. <laughs> oh yeah doom 3 you, you obviously ain't played the bfg edition that's not true that's probably that's, that's probably the version the i did you play. played what yeah, is BF, probably... best friend what bf best, best, friend best friend guys oh yeah. i see bfg we're we're bfg's best friend guys um uh that yeah, that is real dark that's what i know about it it's dark, it's, yeah. uh, it's dark so if dark is scary that's all you need that's kind of one of the best things about doom 3 is that it's got that harsh lighting, right? Uh, mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's really dark, but your flashlight is just casting these huge, stark shadows. And so they, they, they tried to make it real contrasty, but then they got darn stuck, you know, uh, demon, demon hustlers, like in every nook and cranny that just like flop out of there. And the aiming is kind of weird. And uh, the guns don't feel good to shoot. And I was really, when I was playing it, I played it for the first time this year, like earlier in the year, I was really trying to, uh, I was interested in what was going to happen when I got back to like the hub where all the human people were previously. But it turns out like you never you don't really meet other survivors again or whatever, which was what I was mm -hmm. kind of interested in that that story aspect. But the story just sort of falls off and it becomes. Now, Tim, I have a question about Doom as someone who recently played through every version of Doom. Yeah. Uh, how do you spell Doom? Me? Yeah. Is it capital D, capital M? all capital letters or just a capital d lately i spell it all capital letters uh however uh the style it, it has been stylized in the past as capital d two lowercase o's capital m yeah though that is a uh, kind of i dopey. think all are valid yeah all right you might as are well we just taking spell an official stance on it or is that it i don't know is i like the, the tiny o's because it's stupid i do like the stupid tiny o's and also because i spell near that way Oh, tiny right. o's with little you can like imagine some eyeballs peeking out from that you can imagine yeah. like sunglasses mm -hmm. that have uh the d and the m on the either side of them makes for good logos that way so yeah doom 3 is dark doom 3 is kind of like dino crisis with demons instead of dinosaurs isn't it dino demon crisis. crisis yeah it's demon crisis so it, oh, basically man. doom is demon crisis Demons and dinosaurs is a pretty good name for something. Uh, we're, we're coming up with all the hits today. <laughs> yeah. Demons and dinosaurs, Dragon Crisis. <laughs> Capcom, make Dragon Crisis. Do I it. I thought I saw everything with Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Oh, Cadillacs, dinosaurs, and demons. That's the next one. Where are we putting this one? Is Cadillacs and dinosaurs up on here? We passed C already. Personally, uh, I would put it at the bottom because I don't like it, but I get what they're going for. Yeah, just put it at the bottom. It's a perfunctory yeah, sure. horror game. It's perfunctory. Yeah, a lot of perfunctory. monster closets in Okay, there. so I just want to say, D.O., we're pretty close to the end of the letter D, probably. <laughs> yeah. So if, if Eternal Darkness comes up, don't get, nobody well, freak out. Don't get too excited because we are skipping 
all the way to the L's with Left 4 Dead 2. Left 2 Dead. 2 Dead 2 Furious. Wait, so why are there so many horror games that start with D? Because Because D is one of the scariest letters. That starts with D. (laughs) Yeah. Grim Reaper. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Dracula. Yeah, I just want oh, to that say means, that that means we skipped one of my nominations. It was cool. Okay, anyway, oh, I, it means we skipped a couple, one of my nominations, we, which was cool we can, too. We can try to horn them in later if we need all right, to. All right, all right. Yeah, I accidentally put uh, some of mine in alphabetical order, and I should have shuffled <laughs> one of them up higher. Oops. All right, Left for Dead Two. Left for Dead Two. Left for Dead Two is fantastic. Game rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just one of the all-time good ones. Uh, one of the all-time good ones, my friend. It's such a game. You know, most of the time yeah. when we talk about video games, they're, you know, they're, they're more experiences, but Left 4 Dead 2 is a game, man. It's such a video it's game. It's a big game, and it also has big, loud, screaming zombies, Yeah, and uh, it comes closer to getting me scared of the contents of a video game than anything else, because I'm relying on the competence, and I'm trying to trust three other human individuals yeah. to uh, carry us through a situation. So by by impressing such stakes on uh, numerous encounters in every level, it manages to actually invest emotionally in me. Uh, so that kind of feels nice from a game. And then it's got your big screaming fast zombies and they're fun. Yeah, I was really kind of marveling at it when I was playing it again last night, because, you know, with your Resident Evils or whatever else, you're like, uh oh. There's two zombies. I'm in trouble. Like with with the traditional survival horror games, there's a real economy of weapons and enemies and everything that is so tight there. And Left 4 Dead 2 is also incredibly tight, but they're like, there's a hundred zombies and and they're Mm -hmm. all coming for you right now. And your weapons are infinite. It doesn't matter. There's too many of them, (laughs) you know? And it's like it gives it winds up coming around to a similar sort of dread from an entirely different direction. And it's pretty cool. It's more of an an adrenaline kind of thing than a than like a dread thing, I guess. But uh, Left 4 Dead 2, I I played that for an entire year with uh, my buddy John Johnson and several people. Oh, J. John. I know that guy. We had four Xbox 360s in one place. One person would get to play on the big projection screen. Everyone else would play on a computer monitor. And we'd just be shouting at each other in a room like boomer over there. Kind of like ex- the game trained us to say the a- we actually said the things that they say in the video game because it was the quickest, fastest way to be like, help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you wow. know, yeah, I'm yeah. being killed in this way. Come help me or else I will be. Very- also, how, how nice is it that what is said in the game is actually kind of consistent? It's not yeah. like it's not like Dom yelling in Gears of War. Uh or it's not like Marcus Phoenix yelling in Gears of War, Dom, revive me. It's like nobody says that during a real uh, like, war fight. You've got a blighted one over there. <laughs> right, yeah. Dom, revive me. Come on. Nobody but gets revived see, in real war. If I see the tank before everybody else, I'm going to be like, tank! <laughs> so that we all get out the dang way. All right, yeah, that's great. Uh, where are we ranking? Oh, buddy. It's a, t- a tough one. It's it's like absolutely the most fun of these video games that we yeah. have here. But um, I, I also think that it's it's got more. Okay, so again, I'm uh I am disconnected from the appeal of most horror entertainment. Sure. So I feel like Left for Dead has what is what people want from horror. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> I guess that's not what it is. That's I mean, not it, what people like. They don't like I, the visceral parts as much as they like the suspense. Well, it depends on the person. I but I think that a lot of people really like to be uh, a creeped out. Be um 
scared if the monster the, is coming. Of the unknown. Like they yeah. want to. They want to not know what's around the corner. Like we're gonna get to this with Silent Hill. Where's the monster? I'm sure there's gonna be Silent like. Hills on here. But but like <clears throat> the thing that that series does, where you're you, you're walking, cameras behind the character, and then you see something undulating weirdly in the foreground. And oh, then, that old weird undulation, yeah. And then you move forward, and then the camera goes in front of you, and now you're walking toward it, but you can't see it anymore. Like that is what I think a lot of people want out of a horror game is to be like, oh no, I don't want to go over there, but I have to. Whereas this is just like, I mean, you still get that feeling, but it's different. It's like so fast and, and perfunctory. Um, and it fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Perfunctory. So it, 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 it goes it, real high up there. I don't it, know. It could be. It could, could be, be number one. could be number one. It could be number two. Well, <sighs> I don't know. I, I believe it's the game that we all nominated, right? Is it? Uh, no. no, I think not. It's not. I mean, I would have. I just forgot. Ah, crikey, so. Frank. Well, I think I know which one we all nominated already. But um. Oh, excellent. Let's put it at number one. Why not? Yeah, number let's put it up there. One. Sure. Uh, also, Left for Dead Two is my absolute favorite video game ever to always be planning to play with a specific group of three people. Yet we've never played it together. So oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the real horror. Tim, we should play. We should play it sometime when when the world exists again. Get it on. Uh, get it on Steam. Oh, All right. yeah, I could do that. Our next it's... game is Parasite Eve. Oh, man. Yes. It's Parasite Eve, not Parasite Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's some 90s, 90s uh, gay panic there for you. So that's Parasite Eve 1? Yeah. I know, yeah. I'm just I'm just messing with you. It's not the uh, it's not the mobile one, the third one. That's a joke. Um, the, the, three, the three-end birthday or whatever it is. The third, the three-end birthday. I like Parasite Eve. Uh, I like it's how good. it's a game about cops in New York made by Japanese people. Yeah, I like how it's based on a Japanese novel that became a like a bad movie. Uh, I I like the idea of is it did it become a movie? It was a movie, right? I don't know who cares or a drama. I love tracing the lineage of the the influence of the Japanese drama on video game plots. So I think Parasite Eve is a neat touchstone there. Um, got that music? The, yeah, it's got pretty chill tunes. I remember it being the game that was in like it was in, there was like an article in Time magazine about it that's like video games have come a long way since Pac-Man <laughs> and there's a picture there's like it was about Parasite Eve about how it's a uh, I mean there had been Final Fantasy 7 and 8 at this point however now we had a game that had CG footage of New York City so now video games have come a long way since Pac-Man I think also the fact that it was Everyone felt smart when mm -hmm. the game was like talking about mitochondria and stuff. Uh, mitochondria, it, yeah. Not really using it correctly, but um, the, they were like, oh, this this one's smart. It, it's got science in it. It's, it's a powerhouse of the cell. It could I really remember happen. hearing about mitochondria in, in science class. Yeah. Is like what that. people would say. Yeah. This must be smart. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what game. I heard about it. Uh, I just remember. You know, it's not not all the best as a horror game, but it definitely has horror moments. Like you're you're spending all this time with this uh, big red lady who's who's trying to taunt you into some stuff. There's some like body horror, motherhood stuff in there. there there's definitely some classic horror tropes going on, which I think are used to good effect. So yeah, I mean it's it's not gonna give you that real horror dread, but it does. It'll give you some spookiness as far as an RPG goes. It's got a case of the creepies, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got a case of the creepies. Well, where would you put it? Uh, In my mom's house. Nice. That's where I played it. I played it at my mom's <laughs> house. Yeah, me too. I played nice. it in my mom's house as well. Um, 
Wait, this is where I'm supposed to say, like, I also played it at Tim's mom's house, and then we nice. all laugh. Right. Nice. And oh. nice. yeah. How dare you? <laughs> um, so I think I'd put it above Dino Crisis myself. Oh, excellent. Um, I mean, I, my experience with this game is uh, watching a YouTube video while you guys talked about it. Um, okay. And yeah. based on that, I'm putting it right below Baroque. Okay. Really? Sure. Ooh. That's Tim? That Sounds Dece. Sounds okay. Dece. Jer? Uh, Parasite Eve you, uh, is number six. Well, what, where are we going to put Parasite Steve, though? Right. Oh, uh, that's canceled. That's a good question. I, I just want to point out for the for the folks listening at home that uh, Jaffe, as he updated this list, he briefly had uh, Parasite Eve and Danganronpa as six, both of yeah. them as six. And I was I was just going to say, Jaffe, you got to get one more so we can have a uh, six, six, six. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six. Yeah. Uh, nine. That's how the list goes. That's, that's, that's sure. Yeah. Well, our next game, perhaps our third six, is PT. Oh, PT, dude. Uh, that's, yeah. That, now that game, I'm curious to know how you have fe- felt about that one, Tim, because that game to me is a little too scary to play, even though it's just a loop. <laughs> Man, so Hideo Kojima has been okay. So I, I played through it. Didn't didn't really do much for me uh, in terms of the fear, though. I do like Kojima's. Uh, dedication to exploring every inch of that space i think is very neat and the fact that kojima here's the truth there's two real horror stories about pt one is i love to live on stream go into my when i need a space on my playstation 4 to check in and then choose to delete it to to get all the way to the point where it says do you want to delete this yes or no and then i choose no um should i get rid of this I love doing that because that even manages that manages to get a rise out of me more than anything in a horror video game. That's and the fun. other horror story is how is sad it is it? Yeah. How sad is it? What they did to that guy? Cause you look at that and you can see him. Uh, what do you call it? What's the phrase yearning to breathe free? Yeah. You know, yearning, Jerry yearning. He really he had was something yearning. going on there. Yeah. That, that game. I don't know if you've played it, Frank, but it's, it's basically you're on a, you're on a loop. You're, you're looping through this apartment right. more or less. And there's a, uh, there's a spooky thing that's 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 there with you. That's a presence, and I think the thing that is spookiest to me, in addition to like they'll they'll do things like you know the next time you go through the lights are off in this area, or like and it they defamiliarize a familiar place, and they they keep like popping up a, a new. When I say pop up, I don't mean like monster closet style. They you'll come through an area, and there'll be stuff that wasn't there before, and and it's. Every time they do that, it's spooky, and it's like, well, I I don't I mean, know if I want to go over there. Right. That's I mean, it was meant to be Silent Hills, right? And and that's yeah. kind of the Silent Hill horror, right? Is like something's just a little wrong. Like there's yeah. there's a hole here now. Yeah. Yeah, and they and they keep tweaking the way in which it's wrong to so that you can never get you can never get comfortable with the wrongness because it's always uh, morphing. Although I suppose if you've uh, played it enough times, you've kind of seen it all. There's there's this guy out there that has been trying to explore every secret in the game by um, taking the camera out of its usual space and like floating around and seeing what else there was that they that they made, which is interesting from a preservation standpoint. But it's also like the technical stuff that they did to achieve the kinds of creepiness is, is that they were going for. It's pretty cool to see. So I uh, can't remember what that guy's name is, but if you look up the like PT secrets and stuff, you probably find it. Isn't it the boundary break guy? I don't think it is. I think it's an entirely different person who is dedicated just to doing this. Yeah, oh, if it was man. the boundary breaks guy, it'd be one video. It wouldn't be 
like an ongoing yeah. thing. Well, where yeah. does PT go in our list of actual video games? Yeah, it's tough because it is a playable trailer. So it, I, I don't want to play it because it scares me. But that means that, it's that maybe means it's good, though. <laughs> yeah, does that right, mean it's better than Clock Tower? I like Clock Tower a lot, though, so I'm not sure. Is it better than D2? Yeah, probably. I think it is. And, and, I, and I actually like that it's just a trailer. Like, yeah. I, I almost prefer that to it being the full game that would have come out. I yeah, like the idea of having two games that have two character titles, one right after another. It's pretty good. Yeah, PT and D2. All PT, right. D2. Yeah. All I, right. Yeah. Um, that's half of our list rank. So oh, we'll be right list. back after a quick break. I'm gonna I'm gonna heat up some water uh, to make a coffee. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be right back. Jerry. My name is Jerry. Oh, you're Jerry. This changes everything. My name is Jerry. Or maybe there's just a guy named Jerry who hangs out in Tim's apartment who's just off mic right now. That was me saying my name is Jerry. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were questioning whether that was you or someone else in your apartment. Named oh, Jerry, no, no, there's nobody else. Now. There she is, unfortunately. Jerry um, didn't come in and sing about himself inside of Tim's apartment. My name is Jerry. Jerry the Chump. Did you like that? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, what's the second half of that rhyme? Crisscross will make you jump, jump, I think. All right, welcome back to Insert Credit, our Halloween special where we're ranking the best horror games ever made as chosen by our panel and uh-huh. the listeners. Yes, uh, we're entering the R's right now with oh. Resident Evil Remake. Resident Evil Remake? Is that the first Resident the Evil first Remake? The first Resident Evil Remake, yes. That's oh. on the GameCube and such? Right, and such. Well, I didn't play that one. Who did? I, I also played... didn't play that one. I, uh... I didn't exactly put it on my list. Uh-oh. I said a Resident Evil game. I, I put a vote in there. I put a, a specialized vote, a float vote, a floater voter for uh, whatever Resident Evil game uh, is, is leading the charge. Right. Oh, okay. you, didn't say, you didn't specify leading. You said any Resident Evil game. So I counted oh. that as a, an Wild endorsement card? for any... In, no, I counted that as an endorsement for any nominated Resident Evil game. Uh-oh. Oh. Well... None of us played this If you want to pass on this one, we can pass on it. Let's pass on it. I heard some real good things about it this morning from Brent Porter, but I didn't play it. So uh, let, let's, It's chill. Let's move along from that. All right. I would, yeah. All right. Our next I, game is Resident Evil 2 Remake. Now that one I did play and I think is fantastic. That's, oh, that's uh, the new the new one, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it that came out in 2019. 2019, and, uh, yeah. It's pretty new. Here's, here's something to say about that, which is I was playing it and my girlfriend came down. And she looked at the screen for half a second and looked away and she was like, I know that's a spooky game. Um, and the thing that was on screen at the time was just Claire standing in the police office, in the police um, station with nothing happening. Um, and I think that's a testament to that game's spookification because the, you know, the camera, the sound, just the general vibe of it gives off such a spookiness that at a glance, you know it's a horror game that you don't want to engage with if you're not into horror games. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I think that's real chill. I watched uh, I watched some persons play it uh, at my office, and I thought this looks cool. Horror for horror's sake, however, I like those original Resident Evil games. I feel like- And remake of Resident Evil 2, which is that it has good situations and level design, and uh, in addition to the scary it- stuff. 
So it feels yeah. like they smoothed out the the wrinkles of Resident Evil 2, but in a good way, in a way that it like, you know, early on, I don't remember if this actually happens in Resident Evil 2, but early on in the remake, you get a flyer that shows that this police station used to be a museum. And it's like, yeah. it's like they put that in as a way to make it make sense that you got to find all the, you know, the secret passageways and get all these medallions and whatever stupid stuff because it used to be right. this weird place. Um, and I love just <clears throat> playing through it. They got the tension right, I think. Um, you know, I'm completely opposed to uh, against Left 4 Dead 2. This is that that feeling of I have X amount of bullets and there's a zombie. What do I do about it? You know, like when, when you shoot zombies in, in Left 4 Dead 2, they stay dead. Like you, you, you pop their heads off. That's it. But in in Resident Evil, you know, you got to hope they're dead and they're usually in your way and you got to walk past them and like poke them with a knife or something. But now the knife breaks if you use it too much in this version. And uh, they just somehow they got it to where, you know, in the original Resident Evil 2, it's static screens and stuff. And then in this one, you can see more. You can see more of the, the world, more of the police station than you ever could. But without taking away the dread of not knowing and I, I do not believe this was in the original Resident Evil. They put in a literal monster closet, which had to be at, at least partially a wink at, at people, where mo- most of the scares in Resident Evil 2 are not like jump out at you kind of stuff. But there's a, a, a bit early on where you're in a locker room and there's a bunch of lockers to open up. And for me, at least, it was the last one I opened and it just had a, a dead body that flopped out of it and made mm. a, a noise. And I was like, all right, you get one of those. <laughs> and, it, and it was quite literal. And uh, I enjoyed it. It felt, Where's felt it go? cheeky. Where I don't know. I, go? I, haven't, I haven't played this remake, though I have played the original Resident Evil 2. And I think the remake is real chill from what I've seen. So I think if you wanted to say it was at the top of the pops, I think why not? I, 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 I think it looks great too. I think it should be top. I think five. you'd like it, Tim. It's 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 really tightly. Yeah, it's Number really two. it's really tightly designed. Number right. two, yeah, so might. let's put it. All right, let's put it above Clock Tower. Even I think. Let's make I, it I'll just two. say I have it in yeah. my Steam library in case anyone was wondering. So it's in my Steam library. It rules. You're gonna Our next like it. game is Resident Evil Four. Oh, oh. RE Four. You know what? Can I just say that I used to like, I, I used to kind of not like Resident Evil 4, but yeah. only because I just, I knew too many people that I, that liked it that I didn't like. I get that. And I've, I've struggled with that because. Just like an overwhelming number of people that I didn't like who just wouldn't be quiet about that game. M- my entire life has sort of been uh, defined by, uh, you know, like a bunch of people being like, we like this thing and me saying, oh yeah, well, uh-huh. this other thing's way better. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and and so for, for a while, I was like that with Resident Evil 4. But the thing that's great about Resident Evil 4 is, first of all, as a game, you can just play it, even if you're not a, a horror fan, really. Exactly. Um, I like that. But also, it it does also that thing that I like with horror movies, where instead of me thinking, like, how did they make this? I'm thinking, how do I deal with this situation? Yeah. Uh, I played Resident Evil 4. It's one of the few games on this list I played. I had a good yeah. time with it. For the yeah. Nintendo GameCube. Oh, it was on that GameCube. Yeah. I guess the, the reason I, I didn't, I never played it on the GameCube, right? I, uh, it came out on the GameCube. I never really had a GameCube uh, that I could just play. The whole GameCube era, my, my life was in turmoil throughout the, the entirety of the GameCube era. So I never got to play it on the GameCube. And also, you know what? 
everyone's shouting about this Resident Evil 4 when it came out because it had a and what what did Resident Evil 4 is interestingly for a quote unquote horror game. It had also revolutionized revolutionized mm-hmm. about a billion and a half little action game things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it was the first uh ultra high profile third person shooter, right? Uh I mean, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't I'm not sure if I am. Yeah, the third person shooter fair. aspect. Right. No, that's that's correct. Tim, you remember remember when we were in uh in Tokyo yeah. for the Tokyo Game Show and uh I, I think yeah. you were with me and we were talking to Cliff Lazinski and and I was like, Man, you, you really or one of us said, you really got the uh the camera angle on this Gears of War mm-hmm. game really close to the uh the camera angle in Resident Evil Four and he's like, Oh, you mean the uh best third person action <laughs> game of all time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we did uh Yeah, that was that, that was me who said bit. that and uh he did basically just say, Yeah, we kinda ripped it off. Yeah. Like he he basically just admitted it. Man, that was so good. I I wrote up such a good interview of uh Cliff Blazinski uh that then the magazine never ran. It was like the official Xbox UK magazine. They just ran like a little snack tray blurb instead of my cool interview because cliffy b wasn't enough of a celebrity at that time though cliffy b was a he was like jacked all the way into resident evil 4 like right when it had come out and basically managed to mobilize uh the video game studio he had a some level of authority in to just basically make american resident evil 4 which is where are we jacking it into our list i i just wanted to say before the ghosts stole my voice again that yeah um, yeah that the the thing, the decision that Mikami or whoever made to let there be multiple ways to solve any given problem, like I'm, you know, that you could go, it wasn't like you can go left or right. It was, I could be on top of this house. I could be in this house. I could be across the street. I could be in all the, you, like they gave you these sandboxes to mess with, but there were a lot of very specific level designed tools in there to, to where even, even now tool assisted speed runs are in are improving like mm-hmm. many years later and I, I i think that that for me is like that that kind of visceral um practical effects horror thing for me is where whereas instead of looking at that and wondering how they made it i'm looking at myself in this situation and wondering how i get out of it but it feels very tied to me i like it where does yeah. it go oh, yeah tough well, question which, first of all which version are we putting up there it's the ps2 version that's a joke I played the PS2 version, so I can't really comment on the GameCube one. I played can't the PS2 imagine. and GameCube versions, and the the GameCube version is like some nicer textures and stuff. Uh, yeah, um, but it, the, the difference is not significant. You know what? I I'm, I just wanted to say that I I couldn't imagine playing a game where I have to aim with that stupid little little yellow analog stick. Yeah, well, it's not the called the Aim Cube. I played it on yeah. the Wii. Had a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. With those uh, those motion controls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a little nub. Yeah. So I'm thinking... Uh, People say it's one of the best implementations. I, I'm thinking number two or three on the list. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Is it better than two remake? You know, it's... It's the granddaddy. It's hard because I think Resident Evil 2 remake is a better horror game, but I think Resident Evil 4 is a is a more fun game to play. Based on what I've seen alone, I do believe that the Resident Evil 4 level design was just from the DNA up made for that style and perspective, whereas uh, Resident Evil 2 had to be shoehorned. Shoehorned well, shoehorned nonetheless. Well, I'm going to put my thumb on the scale and put it at number two. Sure. Yeah, that's what I was saying. All right. It's good. He's talking about your thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent work. Good thumb. 
<laughs> oh yes um our final resident evil game in this section is resident evil 7 oh i will say that one is also in my steam library uh i do want to play resident evil 7 me too have you played it high, no. yeah, very high uh, on the list of games i want to play i have not it, played it either so hmm. I, I remember the whole when it was in vr y'all remember that I do. Yes. It's probably still in VR somewhere. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't take it out. <laughs> they didn't of take VR. it out. I don't think they said. Uh, you know what? No, you all can't have this. I'm sorry, you weren't supposed to have that. That's what they said. Um, that's not what happened. Seven looks real good, but I guess we gotta skip it. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Well, I mean, I. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks yeah, real right. good. We'll skip. Wait, it. we're skipping it. Well, none of we'll us have played. None it. of us played it. Yeah, but it looks so good. <laughs> all right, it looks good. Uh, so know, number uh, eleven, great. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, it looks real good, and and I was just talking about how that first person perspective is spooky. I, it's like I'm actually going to play it. So I mean, I don't know uh, because I'm 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 gonna play it on my my 4K TV once I once I hook up this uh, this uh, Nvidia this EVGA RTX 3090, and I'm gonna play it in 4K 120 frames per second. We can first uh, person. We can rank it next year. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, and the we'll spook tech in it. I don't think you can get the HDR with the uh, 4K 120 yet. So I d- yeah, I, d- I don't need the HDR. I want the 120. Mm. If I have to choose, I'm going to choose the the 120 over the HDR. All right. Because uh, um, I don't. Yeah. We'll, we'll look into it. We'll look into. We're it. moving on. All right. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Our next game is Rule of Rose. Oh, Rule of Rose. yeah. Rule of Rose is legit chill. It is. I, uh, I don't know if anybody else likes that game. I like that game. I do. The 1930s vibe is pretty wild Always and all the, scary. the kind of chamber music and and I, I don't know if all of that music is orchestral but um or or you know chamber style but it feels like real instruments that's yeah it's uh, uh it's just a weird video game yeah you got you got little young ladies basically terrorizing each other and yeah you know i'm i'm not having children uh tim i, I believe you're the same way i don't know about you frank oh yeah we um, that, that, that was mandatory for yeah so i think we us, got yeah. uh, <laughs> I think we got a, a a cadre here of um of no children no, having no individuals. Yeah. And the, like this what this game plays on is the terrifying in- innocence of children. You know like yeah. a, like a like a pit bull doesn't recognize how strong it is and it could chomp your arm off by accident. And yeah. uh it's kind of like that kind of a thing where these kids are like I don't like her very much. We should pull her arms off or whatever. And Yeah, um, got to love it. Yeah, it's so it's it's pretty spooky, and I bet it's extra spooky for people that have children. But it's probably it feels extra spooky for me as someone who's never gonna have them, and because they're like these foreign beasts that I don't have to interact with, mm-hmm. you know? These foreign beasts, exactly. Um, I mean, beasts. Yeah. They're just. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing something into the chat here. This is a, an excerpt from the Wikipedia page. Uh, I've highlighted the part that I think is funny. <laughs> There's this sentence, <laughs> evasion of enemies yeah. is often a more viable strategy instead of fighting. With the exception of a handful of bosses, all enemies in the game are imps, skinny, doll-like creatures the size of small children. Different animal-headed imps appear throughout the game alongside regular imps. Regular imps is just right. children. Yeah. It's, in um, my opinion. It's, it's a little more in the clock tower tradition than it is in the... Resident it Evil even tradition. has the lead character named Jennifer. Yeah, and and similar to uh, Haunting Ground, which is very firmly in the Clock Tower tradition, it also has a dog that mm. 
mm. hunting ground. Do you and, remember when when Yoshido Kimura told us about his original pitch for Rule of Rose? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it, it it was like there is a is that oh, privileged information? If we I I don't know I don't care I he can't fire me so um <laughs> I'm just gonna say it was like this uh it's like a wolf in a wheelchair that was collecting children and it was it, it was even more based on <laughs> yeah. mythology but like way more horrific um yeah there were like dead dead toddlers in it and it yeah. was like there was like a serial murderer and it was it was real rough and it's pretty odd coming from him because that that kind of darkness is not um it's not right at the surface with that guy so, yeah, it's not uh, exactly yeah yeah it's there it's just uh it makes you, know, you wonder the about the place that it came from you know Make, yeah, it makes you kind of uh, get a glimpse of where the fun stuff comes from. And then he, that was like for Sony. And then Sony was like, oh, uh, maybe maybe we can have something else. What do you think? Yeah. Is what they basically said to him. And then and, they ended up with Rule of Rose. Yeah. Uh, and, and I wound up doing this interview with several of the Rule of Rose people um, because, you know, there was that whole panic about there there being a depict, depiction of child sexuality in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just would not let them off the hook from talking about it and rereading that interview today it's it's very embarrassing to mm. me it's like watching a curb your enthusiasm episode where they're like trying to get away from it and like bringing them back and uh yeah heck and none of them had any children and they had to observe other people's children playing together oh, in order to figure all this stuff out I'm where like, does it go mm. oh yeah that rule of rose jerry where's it go Where's where does it go? it go um it goes straight to clown town as far as i'm concerned i think that it's uh, it's a tough one. I think, you know, I'm I'm not going to put it above PT I don't uh-huh. think. or Deadly Premonition. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess above or below Baroque for me. What do you think, Tim? Frank? Oh, I got no opinion on this one. I'd say put it above Baroque would be nice. Really? Okay. No, wait. Maybe I meant to say below. I don't know. Okay. Who cares? Flip a we'll coin, friendo. I would rather play Baroque than uh, Rule of Rose personally, so I'll put it below Baroque. Okay, I'll tell you so. what I'd like to do is sell Rule of Rose, but I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Big boy, honey. Uh, I, I have the... Um, the Yank like, the money chain. I have the Atlas promo disc still that has some differences from the final game, and but it's it's sealed, quote-unquote, because oh. it, I never opened it. Nice. And now I have this existential angst, which is its own kind of horror game, about whether I should open it and play it. I mean... You know, I have the uh, I have a burn of it is how I've played it because I'm so you afraid have of it. opening it. Yeah. yeah. So why do you need to open it and play it if you've played it? Somebody's going to enact the Goldfinger stratagem and blow your house up just right. to uh, raise the value uh, Frank, of it. I want right. to play it because That's what's gonna it's happen. subtly different from the final release. Oh, I thought That's... you said you had a burn of the promo copy. OK, um, oh, no, I have a burn of the real one. We we probably have it. So we'll our next out. game. Yeah. Oh, is yes. Silent Hill. Oh, the Ridge? The Ridge. I like that the original good. Silent Hill. I've I've played uh Silent Hills one, two, three, and four. Are there more of them? That's a joke. Um well, I've played <laughs> Of course there aren't. <laughs> I've played <laughs> Silent Hill one, two, three, and four because uh, they're just interesting video games. They're yeah. uh, something about nineteen nineties, early two thousands, Konami, where they just kind of made they they brung the hits, right? They didn't stop bringing the hits. Those games are really chill for me. I think the Silent Hill two and three are really chill. They're yeah. just like really good hangout games. I guess everybody knows this, but like uh, Takayoshi Sato, who is the guy who did the, the CG in the original Silent Hill, he had a big argument with his, the higher ups because this was supposed to be like a budget production that was like to fill a gap in his schedule. So he wasn't he, he was like, we need to do 
high-end CG in this. Like, it's 1998 or whatever it is. We need to put that in there. And uh, they were like, no, no, no. And then he kept badgering them until they were like, fine, if you do it entirely by yourself. And so he just slept in the office under his desk and did all of that CG that you see in that game single-handedly by himself. Man, that owns. And it looks really good, too. Like It does, yeah. He, um, he told me in an interview that, because I was asking what it is about his style that makes it unique, and he's like, you've got to build imperfections into humans or else they don't look right. And so he would like make them a bit lopsided in their facial features, or he'd put you know a mole or a scar on one side and do something so that they didn't look too clean and symmetric. That was pretty cool. Anyway, that game rules, and I think that the great things it do- does are the the radio sound is amazing because you hear enemies before you see them and you don't know where they are especially in the first game with that fog like something could be coming at me from anywhere and i think that's really good it also played with camera angles as we've talked about before that classic angle where you're going through an alleyway and the camera goes up Mm -hmm. like it starts low goes up above you goes behind you that's like that was you can't do that not in a video game uh, in the same way and And I, i feel like silent hill specifically had that grunginess that has come to define what we think of as the playstation horror aesthetic yeah um and it it still looks great yeah that grit and rust and stuff that's all over everything is just like and it doesn't matter at what resolution you play it it's still like the the fidelity of that game works even if you up-res it basically um it's delicious yeah it, it really owns that fog as well doesn't it that fog is just uh it's clearly they they it's clearly an aesthetic choice in addition to being necessary yeah i mean the fog is a character in that game <laughs> the fog wins right. the actor uh the best actor oscar uh yeah i'd say the fog is really the fifth character uh where do we put it hmm. original silent hill i wouldn't be against putting it in number one but uh wow i don't know about that okay um Ooh. Ooh. well i was throwing that out there <laughs> Like, I find Deadly Premonition more interesting than it, but... Hmm. It's, it, like, from a historical standpoint, I, I, I feel like that's where modern horror begins. Like, I don't think it starts with Resident Evil. I think it starts with Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Well, I also think that Silent Hill was perfected by Silent Hill 2. Yeah, they are And I suspect that that's our next game. Oh, I'm not well telling. <laughs> um, well, yeah, okay. I, I buy that. So how about... Above PT, then. Okay, I'm dropping it way down to number wow. five. How's that? That's a, <laughs> that's that's a compromise. Yeah. Too high for you? Because <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was in the sixes here. Um, I, I think I'm going to tip my hand that uh, I think Silent Hill, despite not being my favorite game to play, is is the best horror series as long as you cut it off at number four. Yeah, I don't know that anyone disagrees with that. Um, so you're saying number five or four? What did you say? I was I was saying um. Uh, above D two, below PT. No, no, above PT, below Clock Tower. That's what I. Was. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds tasty. That's fair, and that way PT and D two are both sixes. So yeah. PT D two works. My favorite droid from Star Wars. PT D two. Next? <laughs> next is the most popular game, as nominated by our listeners, well, Silent Hill two. Oh, SHT. Can I can I admit something with this? I have three times tried to play this game. And I have three times stopped about an hour in because it's too scary for me. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have, unlike any other game that we will talk about, played through this game multiple times. Um, yeah. So I 
I love this game. I mean, it, it, it's, I hate that this is the stereotype answer, right? But I'm just automatically, I think this game's better than anything on this list. Um, it's very I, good. It, it's uh, incredibly unsettling. Um, uh-huh. The It has my favorite uh, sound design maybe of any game ever in any That's genre. That's part of why I can't play it. Yeah. <laughs> the sound <laughs> is is so unsettling and, and gross and weird. It's got a whole lot of weird scratching sounds and, yeah, and, and fingers trickling sounds. Yamoka's fingers are all through that thing. Like, that's, this is, if you ever want an example of a game where sound design was considered from before the game even started, like, that's, this is, this is an example of that. Like, there, you, you don't have this game without the sound design and you don't no. have the sound design in another context without this game. It's, like, perfect. Yeah, it's so good that, like, I kind of wonder if the game would be good without it you know it's 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 kind of you can't separate it from the game yeah Yeah, i can't elaborate on this but this is the first game i played that i was not allowed to play and uh it's special for me in that regard you can't elaborate on it's not that you won't you can't you are (laughs) i cannot (laughs) you are not allowed god says no (laughs) right um not allowed specifically that I was thinking of when I was talking about that Silent Hill style horror where you're you you are walking towards something terrible and then the camera shifts and then you're walking forward and the camera's still going with you but you can't see the terrifying thing anymore um that's that that definitely like when you go down into the um pipe thing in in Silent Hill 2 you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah that 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 happens in in that sequence and it's mm-hmm. like, it's really it's such a considered horror game does the game have the English voice acting in the Japanese version? I think so. I don't know for sure. Tim, do you know that? That's a good question. I don't I know. Su- I kind of suspect that it does. And I suspect so. Um, that would be chill as heck if it I did. I think the voice acting contributes to the creepiness of this mm-hmm. game. I like agree. It's, it's odd. It's not... I don't even know if it's necessarily bad or if it's odd because it's bad, maybe. But it's it's really odd voice acting and and no one really sounds like a real person and i think that contributes a lot to the creepiness of this game i agree and it it, it's interesting to look at that one versus like resident evil one where the the bad voice acting is comical it's great whereas in this one it's just unsettling yeah Yeah, it's otherworldly it's surreal uh and it it it's dream like it's like everyone's caught in a dream is what it sounds like and Mm -hmm. uh well Everyone's caught in the movie version of a dream. <laughs> right. Um, it works super well. Yeah. Silent Hill 2 is one of those games that uh, I really want to play. So I, I, I really want to play again. I played Silent Hill 2 uh, about three times with a buddy in Tokyo. Uh, and we just we just looped our way through it multiple times. Was that the yeah. American version? Uh, it was the American version. Yeah. I see. So we, we played it and it was chill. And I feel like my experience with it is... Uh, we were just laughing at it. Like like everything was just really funny. Every attempt at Pyramid Head is hilarious. Uh, it's just funny. Like all of the all of the gross horror stuff is is or it's not even gross horror stuff. All the creepy stuff is just funny. I, I do don't think know. it's different when you play it with two people versus one. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's gotta be it. But also pretty sure I could muster the same opinion playing it by myself. Again, well, I've if you problem. do play it, play what's called the Enhanced Edition on PC, which is a fan restoration project. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say it's one of those games I really want to play again for uh, you know study purposes, and I do think uh, it's a, it's a real shame that they did a remaster of it a couple of years ago, right? That was real yeah. bad. 
it wasn't yeah, a remaster apparently happened. like complete complete trash yeah and, it was uh, uh, like on a ps3 collection or something right and it mm-hmm. was um it was i think it was blue point maybe not um that did it but they i think they were working from incomplete source yeah that's and terrible so, uh parts were missing and parts were like early they the weren't fog done was kind of gone yeah, there's there's a point in this review of uh, Tokimeki Memorial that I'm doing over here where I, I talk about Silent Hill 2 for a couple of seconds. And I'm like, it's just one of those games where Konami just uh, I don't know, they they just don't really seem to care about letting people be able to keep buying their games. They just put that uh, a couple of their games on goodoldgames.com this month, though, didn't they? Anyway, I'll look at that Maybe. later. But no, Silent Hill 2 is definitely not one of them. So I, remember, I, I want to put it at number it one, there. but this isn't my list. Yeah, uh, I'm at number where one do you want to put it? Oh, yeah. What do you I already said number one, so let's go. It's a, it's a tough one for me. Um, I think it's real good, but it any Left 4 Dead 2, Evil Dead, uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Dead, Resident Evil 4, or Silent Hill 2 could all be sort of number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that Silent Hill 2 has more of a claim to number one than Resident Evil 4 or Resident Evil 2 Remake do, Yeah, in my um, opinion. And, and more than Left 4 Dead 2. I, I guess let's put it at number one for now. All I right. mean, we're talking about horror games. Let's do it. Yeah, go ahead and put it up there. Sure. It's the big boy one. It's got the big boy pants on, so can't stop it. Yeah. Silent Hill 4, the room is on is on GOG, nice. in case anybody didn't know that. I, I think two, Vanilla 2 on PC is actually not great. But like I said, get it and get the enhanced edition stuff that was made yeah. by fans. And if you're playing on a CRT, get Silent Hill 2 Greatest Hits Edition on PS2. Sure. We I'll got three it. more games until we run out of uh, entries games. on our initial list, and right. we have to go to one rung lower on the priority. Uh, so our next game is Siren. Oh, we, we skipped Silent Hill 3. Um, yes, yeah, Oh, Silent Hill 3's uh, got some good nonsense in it. I like Silent Hill 3. Silent um, Hill 3 was not nominated by any of our listeners. Oh, what about just jerks? Everybody um, loves 2. It's that Silent Hill 4 was, but Silent Hill 3 was not the heck those panks thanks um well siren is that's a game that i am certainly interested to talk about i don't like it though i really want to like it but did you end up playing some of it yeah i played some of it and so the thing with like it, it i played i played it for like hour and a half and the thing with siren is uh you know it's it takes place in this cool mythology this weird hecked out village where all these people are turning into these walking dead corpsey things that still go about their daily lives it's very interesting like the mail carrier will still deliver mail and whatever um and the the real conceit of the game is that you know everyone no spoilers is uh it is spoilers sorry is um everyone spoilers. in this town is sl- slowly turning into one of these beasts themselves and because of this they can kind of sight jack as it's called each other and so you can see the perspective of the people coming to try to kill you as you try to get away from them but you can't move and look at their perspective Mm -hmm. at the same time and so that should create attention but instead is very very frustrating to me to play and it's it's like i love the idea and i like the world of it and i like how hidden everything is and you have to really look to find the meaning of it and everything but the fact that the sec that it's broken up into missions which is weird and the second mission is an escort mission where there's a sniper that will just shoot your character and they'll die like after dying five times that way i was like man come you on you got a sight jack you, but jerry you, i mean you can and i do but it's it's not a fun action for me and it's yeah and it's it like the tension that i was feeling was frustration and it wasn't 
I wasn't able to be scared of it. And and this wouldn't affect you, Tim, because you that you don't feel that way. But normally I would have been able to feel like the dread of this thing coming for me or like the spookiness of the surrounding. But that was overwritten by the frustration of playing it. And it's it's super disappointing because it's such a neat concept and an interesting world and game, but I just couldn't into it. So you played the PlayStation 2 one? Yes. Not the weird PlayStation 3 uh, re-release? No, I played the uh, PS Deuce original. Yeah, so uh, I, I was I was working at Sony at the time. Uh, they were they were doing like the the Siren Two or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember being asked to play Siren One. Uh, by a guy I was like, "Can you play Siren One? Can you make sure you've played Siren One?" So I ended up playing it. I like how it feels like a Japanese drama, uh-huh. and I think that's again you can trace the lineage of the Japanese drama. I had to learn all these factoids about Siren uh, in, in preparation for this meeting uh, that we had to do. Uh, do, do you want to know a factoid? Is that sure. it's directed yes. by, it's directed by Keiichi Toyama, the director of Silent Hill 1. Yes. Oh, right. Uh, I know. Uh, this is why I really, really wanted to like it more because this and, was <laughs> him getting to do what he really wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe, and then here's my new factoids that uh, I'm spinning off the top of my head. I believe this is like the first, he was the first guy to, uh, to be uh, ejected from Konami for being too cool. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, Cause, and then it ended up that everybody basically got ejected either forcibly or, or uh, I don't know, psychologically or trail dramatically. Yeah. Everybody got, everybody got, uh, got kicked, booted out of Konami for some reason or another after that. Before it was cool. So, uh, so Siren Kojima Productions today announced that they are making a new game. Did you all see this? No. Nope. Okay. So Kojima, they announced they're making a new game. I mean, clearly they were making a new game. They're hiring. They had like a we're hiring thing. Um, and now, and everyone is there. They've picked up the scraps saying that Kojima is going to be making a new horror game. Right. It's, it's the scraps, the breadcrumbs he's been leaving around. So mm-hmm. Siren in Japanese um, in, in Japanese, the game name Silent Hill uh, is Sirento Hiru. Yeah, speaking of sirens, siren. Yeah, there's a siren Hill. out there. There's a police siren out there. There's a, a Silent Hill is just the 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 name Shizuoka rendered into English, which is fun. It's the kanji for silence and the kanji oh, yeah. for hill. And Shizuoka is uh, uh, where somebody's from, where somebody's from in the making of these games. So, and it's also where Sony has their their factory. It's your factoids that I put together. Sony, Sony's playstations are made in Shizuoka. Yes, uh, where does factoid. Siren go? Hey, I'm not done. List. I'm not done. Okay. Uh, so Siren is... <laughs> I'm not done, Jerry. Siren is just... They took the name Silent Hill. Siren Tohiru. And they just cut off the Tohiru. And it's just Siren. Oh. Like, that's literally how they got the name of the game. Did you realize this? That's hilarious. So I like that sort of thing. So I'm hoping that Hideo Kojima's new horror game is also some sort of uh, ripoff. Uh, it's like some fake Silent Hill name that uh, uh, basically he's also punking Konami from the outside. Yeah, you can just get a couple more letters on there, like Silent. Yeah, Silent, Silent Hill, Silent. <laughs> Another thing I like about this Siren game is it's got really creepy faces. I, I believe they use real actors to to tie it into yeah. your, your drama thing. Mm-hmm. But it what it looks like it looks like someone projected a real face onto a mannequin um yeah the the way that they did it it's like they put all the texture memory into the face and it's it's like this kind of weirdly photorealistic face on a low poly um 
frame and it, it looks incredibly bizarre especially when they turn their heads to the side it's like ah what is that okay oh. here's my oh, call oh. shot oh, it's yeah. not going to be a play on silent hill but it will have the initials pt yeah that could be good that could be good oh i also want to give you all another factoid you know how yeah. every ps2 game has a, or most video games in japanese history have invented genres right yeah. like almost every video game that has ever come out in japan the the makers it's this ongoing joke that's been going for decades uh you know like uh uh, the Super Mario Brothers 3 is technical action game. Yeah, uh, right. Devil May Cry, stylish hard action. Resident Evil is survival horror. Stranding uh, game. Yeah, a stranding game. The Sirens, Sirens uh, genre that was on the back of the PS2 case was Japan Dark Side Modern Horror. <laughs> Japan Dark Side Modern <laughs> Horror. So I uh, just, you know, these are the factoids I memorized for my meeting, Jerry. So. You got to, I mean, I got to do something with them. I ended up never, never using the factoids. So uh, where Japan, Dark Side, it? Modern Horror. I would put it above Dino Crisis. Oh, yeah. Mm. Good. Ooh, that's yeah. down there. It's down ah, there. Put it down there, Jerry. All right. Just because you can't goddamn play it. I mean, somebody can, but not me. Yeah. Sony, bring it back. Yeah. Our next game is Sweet Home. Oh, I recently played Sweet Home. I put this on my list. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, I recently played it. In fact, I might have just played it last week. Let me tell you something. It's real good. I uh, after years of 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 poserism in which I uh, I I I I was I name dropped the Portopia serial murder case for many years, right? Um I decided to actually play it. I played the Portopia serial murder case, the first video game designed and written by Yuji uh Dragon Quest Holdy. Uh it's a it's a very straightforward primitive adventure game about solving a murder. And uh, I had a real good time. I used a guide for the very first screen and then let myself uh, intuit all of the tips. It was basically that you had to hit something. I was like, I'm just going to hit everything if I have to. I hit a witness and then the whole game just started to fall apart. I had a good time. So I was like, I'm going to play some more primitive games that are regarded as monoliths in their genre. And then I played Sweet Home. And Sweet Home, more like Sweet Game. It's just a good little RPG that manages to be about horror. I think it's better than... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get all uh, you know rhetorical, but it's better than Resident Evil, dude. That's all I have to say. Hmm. That's it. That's all I've got, Jerry. Has anybody else, else played Sweet Home here? I, I have and, it, but... and kind of forgot it, so I'm, I'm oh, quickly it. scrubbing through a video. Yeah. Um, I just I remember it being it's pretty chill, pretty weird. Is is my memory of? And I don't mean thematically. I mean gameplay wise. Yeah. Um. What, like what what is the main mechanic it's it's a jrpg sort of right yeah it's a sort of an ultima like yeah and i just remember having to use items to like burn paintings and stuff and it just it just always felt to me like there were these puzzles that weren't really puzzles it was just do the only thing you can do and that's how you advance the game yeah but it's right. got good it's got good creepy music it's got good yeah, it creepy does. graphics uh i love how it's named uh sort of tone deftly after uh, like i don't know the song sweet home alabama i don't know where else to well it's named after a movie to... it's based on a movie mm-hmm. yeah based yeah well i mean is the movie named i don't know yeah I don't know. you know if anything i was expecting it to show up on your list frank because it's old and weird mm. oh and w yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the game should have played it. And in fact, I guess I did. I just don't. Oh, there's an English fan translation of it. I didn't know that. I also have an English sub of the movie, uh, which I've not watched. Uh, So, do we include this one on this list, or do we? uh, Sure. Save it for next year. Yeah, let's throw it on here. Where where is it? Where we put it? Uh, I don't know. You can put it down wherever you all want. uh, Wherever you all want. 
It seems like the kind of thing I would like to play. But yeah, you should give it a shot, Brandon, uh, so that you can be a uh, a real pro about Sweet Home. Love to be pro. I'm gonna drop a screenshot of it for you into the chat. Yeah, I, I've seen what it looks like. Well, I'm gonna give you the, the best possible screenshot. I mean, okay. I'm at number twelve or thirteen myself here, so like above or below Parasite Eve. Okay, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so Parasite see. Eve is another RPG. Uh, it's 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 actually more similar to this game than uh, yeah. one might immediately think. So it is it is also an RPG that has horror overtones. So I think as that that Sweet Home is just better. It's better than Parasite Eve. Okay, uh, because it's more confident. I'm gonna drop it a screenshot into the chat, Brandon, and you can describe this screenshot to the viewer. And then that way we will, uh, you can just tell me if you think this game is good. Here you go. There you go. There's a screenshot. What do you think? Yeah, oh, I, that's good. That it, it, it looks good. It's chill as heck, dude. I like it. It made me want to play like one of those, uh, Japanese horror, um, PC 98 visual novel games though. Oh uh, yeah. Some of those kind of suck. I played a couple of those too, some of them uh, do, but some, some yeah. of them's good also. Man, I played like 20 PC 98 games over the past couple of months, uh, almost all the way through most of them. Let me tell you something. Uh, a lot of those games can burn in heck for all I, mean, I care. It's an, it's an old computer. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. Here's the last they game throwing from our stuff the wall. initial yeah. list. Uh, until dawn. Oh, uh, I put until dawn on my list. I'm just letting everyone know that. Did anybody in anybody else vote for this in the, in the forum or whatever? Yes. Oh, okay. Man, did you did you guys play Until Dawn? Brandon, have you played Until Dawn? You know, it's been it's been on my list, but it's it's during that period where I wasn't playing new stuff as much. So no, I didn't. It it was definitely in the forums a lot, lot and it made mm-hmm. me feel like I should. I remember Shane Bettenhausen at Sony giving me a copy of Until Dawn in person, driving to my house to give it to me. That's that's how he 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 was so excited about Until Dawn. He's like, This game's so good, dude. And I was like, What's good about it? And then I played it. And uh, me and Christian Nutt and a couple other individuals in a room all played it. And uh, we got maybe about a quarter of the way in. Uh, and then I went home and I played it with a with a friend. You ever play games with a friend, Jerry? Uh, and uh, a, a friend who was uh, quite a reactor, you know, to stuff. So I started up, I rolled up a new save and just uh, barreled through. And my friend, who is uh, quite a visceral reactor to... Uh, virtual simulated stimuli on a television was having a real real good time and we had a real good i kind of got the vicarious thrill of a horror movie from that because it's so stupid like it's so like unbelievably stupid which is what i think of when i think of horror i think of like a lot of like stupid trash that is uh, a <laughs> also good and fun yeah. and hilarious i know right mean. right and it is it is like the best like the 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 best translation of the 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 stupid okay so i remember watching a lot of slasher movies as a as a kid yeah right? i've seen a bunch of those yeah uh, i remember watching the halloweens the friday the 13th and the uh, nightmares on elms streets uh watching all of those with my brother and uh my brother just freaking out his friend coming over this until dawn makes a, like seamlessly makes a video game out of yelling just shoot him at the TV because it's, it's a choose your own adventure video game. Every single, anything that trash games like night trap ever attempted this game, a hundred percent virtuosically kicks that soup can right through the field goal, uh, right, right through the uprights, you know, 
uh, it's very impressive. And I ended up having a, a delightful time playing all the way through it to one of its myriad endings. And uh, it's a it's a whole it's basically everything that some you know jerkweed dirtbag like David Cage might think he's doing by trying to have his profound narrative stuff. It's just put some dumb simple choices in a stupid stupid weird Final Destination slasher trash. I never even saw a Final Destination movie. I, ju- I just watched the first one last week. It's it's uh, aggressively dumb. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I feel like uh you know that old Roger Ebert quote where he always said something with such and such like watching somebody play a video game uh until dawn was like the it's like watching somebody play a video game of horror movies of video games of horror movies it does seem self-aware yeah it's very self-aware but it's beautiful so that's that's my pitch for until dawn well i want to play it frank did you play it i I feel like it's no i feel like it's a frank game if you ever want a game great to to play it's a good game to play with a buddy in the room uh, so it was it was one of those games that was uh, I don't know PS4 launchish kind of I mean it was it was PS4 early early period it, yeah it wasn't launched but it was like one of those E3s it was uh, it was big in there and there was some controversy about like a nude scene or something I forget there was, something like that there was, there was a bunch of conversation about it that sort of well, fell off after. I must have unfortunately not done the path that has the nude scene because I didn't <laughs> see it. man I don't want to turn <laughs> on the PS4. Oh yeah, well, maybe maybe it's maybe it'll be uh one of the the PS4 100 or whatever that are that are playable on the PS5 when the PS5 mm. comes out and then you can get ray tracing. Where do you want to put it? I mean, I don't know. I I don't know where I would put it. I would put it uh I would put it under baroque or over baroque so it could be number 10 is where I would put it. But uh okay. I don't know. I'm okay but, with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Too. Works for me. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. Oh man. It's just one of those games from the PS4 that if I was writing a list of best PS4 games, if I were doing that, if I were still working at Kotaku.com, I would be, that would be my list that I'm doing for them for the end of this year. It was best PS4 games. It'd be up there in the top five. Okay. With, uh, I mean, it'd just be up there, period. We've got 18 games and uh, we need two more to finish our list. So it's time to go into oh. the frightening round. Oh, it's a dig into the ditch. I'm going to give you 14 games that were nominated by multiple listeners, and we will decide quickly whether each one is worthy of being on the list. Okay. All right, here we go. We'll begin with Alien Isolation. Oh, man, mm. I, re- I really intended to play more of that game than I did. <clears throat> you know, you love that uh, visual design that they got, that yeah. really really replicating that 70s look, but it's too long. It, it I... I played long, it. Yeah. I played it long enough to be bored, like at least two different sessions, and I didn't even see the alien. Right. That's that. That's that's definitely a problem. I mean, so we're saying a little bit too much. A little bit too much isolation. Not enough alien. Alien. <laughs> Come, <right. laughs> yeah. Come so, back when you've got more alien. Okay, alien so isolation. We'll pass on that one. Bloodborne. Oh, Bloodborne. Bloody Barney. You know why everybody yells about Bloodborne as being the best of all the Souls-like games? It's not because of the frame rate, let me tell you that much. It's hey. because it has a huge twist in the plot. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Does anybody listening want to know or the not know? The blood wasn't what... actually born yet. Uh, I think, okay, so first of all, of all the Souls games, I know Brandon is a Souls hater. I played them all. Uh, let me tell you. I think it's the one that that I think Brandon should try to play if you ever are legally required to play a Souls game. Yeah. The doctor ever says you have to play one. That's the one you should play. Necrosoft Games artist Catherine Manabde has also 
said the same that that's the one I should play but she also says you'll probably hate it it's got that good uh, outsider uh, perspective on your Lovecraft imagery and then it has the big twist and uh, it's also just it does it does nice stuff with level design that uh, isn't exactly done in other Souls games I think it's definitely decidedly the most horrific of all the Souls games sure but does it go on this list uh, Frank have you played it no then no Bloobdorn, Jerry Bloobdorn. Let, let let's say no. I mean, we don't have Splatterhouse right. on this list, so I'm I'm going to say until Splatterhouse is on the list, Bloodborne. Shadow well, Splatterhouse is Splatterhouse is published by uh, Namco, and uh, uh, Dark Souls is published by Bandai Namco, and Bloodborne yeah. is made by From Software. So that's pretty much Splatterhouse. This is Splatterhouse is going to get Jerry. Shadow Tower. Shad Tower. Never played that, that one. Yeah. All right. Wait, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah what, what Soma, is Shadow Tower? Which was a game so scary that the Wikipedia summary frightened me. Everyone recommended Soma, but I had oh, not I know Shadow heard, Tower. I, honestly, I hadn't heard of Soma until like oh. literally half of the insert credit forum recommended it, but I didn't. Yeah, that's it. a very scary game. I know I Shadow Tower. You know, it probably deserves to be on here, but we might have to take a look at it next year because yeah, uh, I reckon none of us done played it. Yeah, we'll see if I've had any time to look at it for next year. <laughs> sure. Uh, you may Nikki. Oh, the Dream Diary. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. I guess I mean, just it. because just because Undertale has two skeleton characters in it doesn't make it a horror game. <laughs> that's all I'll say about You May Nikki. Nice. It's not actually about a, a girl named Nikki. It's not about the character from Prince's song Darling Nikki. In case you didn't know that. Anatomy. Anatomy. Anatomy? Uh, Excuse I, me. I haven't played that one. Right. I don't think I've heard of any of these yet. So. <laughs> I'm loving this Dead list. Are, are you all pranking me right now? <laughs> Did you say Dead Space? Dead Space. Dead Space. Never wishes. heard of it. No, I'm kidding. Dead Space kind of wishes it was Resident Evil 4, and then it has yeah. a lot of graffiti on the walls. Could you could you like shoot Silent the limbs, Hill please? Could you, could you please shoot, shoot the, the limbs? Shoot the limbs. Shoot the limbs. What if you, what if you shot the limbs? <laughs> it's like it's like clearly that it came from this this tasty place of what if Resident Evil 4 was a Metroid uh, and also had a couple of Silent Hill unexplainabilities to it. I feel like it's too much a pastiche. All right. Uh, yeah. Decent game on its own though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doom, the original. The original Doom. Nah, I love it. Uh, I just kind of can't can't chill with calling it a horror game. All right, yeah, it's good. Though. Echo Knight. Echo Knight. I know that e- game. Yeah, you know, I never played Echo Knight either. It's on the, that's on the PS2 in it. Uh, the Evil Within. Wait, it's on, oh, on uh, Eve PlayStation with. One, right? Uh, Evil Within's pretty good. That's a good game. It's like, but it's it's very in the Resident Evil tradition in a lot of ways. It's, right, we've you know, got plenty of Resident Evil games on here. It's it's a Mikami style of a game and uh it is really good and i felt uh it felt like playing okay i guess the reason why i would say we can skip it is because what i liked about it is pretty much resident evil 2 remake it felt like Mm -hmm. a smoothing over of the original resident fatal frame 2 crimson butterfly i don't like those games okay i mean no i just wrecked I didn't mean to just say that like <laughs> like that. I just I just I just I don't I don't I don't like them. I, I think, think they're interesting, but uh, they're not as fun to play. For me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I, you know what? I'm just not chill with video games that are about taking pictures of things. What about Pokemon Gadan Snap? Pokemon is included. Snap, it's great. Okay, it's okay. I just want to say I do like Echo Knight, though. I have played Echo Knight. That game's cool. Here's an interesting one. Gone Home got multiple nominations. Oh, that's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. It's interesting, but nope. That's a, that's a no from me, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I I appreciate the thought, but no. All right. Yep. The last game we'll consider from our listeners is the Silver Case. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, it's I I guess I don't think of that one as much as a horror game as a, a, a like a narrative adventure game. I mean, not that a horror game can't. Be sort of a weird boy game. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a. I mean, I played it because I worked at the place where it had been made. Uh, and uh, it was okay. Well, I figured I'd better study up, and then I played it, and I thought, well, I'm glad I played that. But we are but still missing two games, so I'm going to alternate between the games nominated on your own lists until we have our 20. Oh, right. the frightening round. Kill me. Yeah, here we, we're, we're in it right now. Uh, Silent Hill 3. Yeah. Oh, the big old loud weird one. Yeah, the I like that one. parks and the rabbits. That's in oh, here somewhere. I like Resident. I mean, I like Silent Hill three because uh, you had you know Resident Evil four being the one that was more of an action game, and then you had Silent Hill three being the one that's more of an action game. But they did it in totally different ways. And Silent Hill 3's horror is different than Silent Hill one and two. Like Silent Hill three has man that that bit where they like they lock you in a room and then you see yourself in a mirror and then your body is starting to get all covered in red stuff in the mirror only at first and then it starts coming out into the room and and you're trapped in there and you're just losing health like what the heck man i don't know it's grotesque i think that i think that one's real good a lot of wild stuff in that game i'll only put it on the list if either frank or tim agrees uh yeah i'm good with putting it on the list yeah i'd say throw it on there jerry yeah where uh in daddy's house Let's put it, um, uh, man, I don't want to break up PT and D2. Uh, let, let's put it, I want to put it either above or below Silent Hill originally. Wow. Wow. Um, I'd, I'd put, put it, it below, below Silent yeah. Hill 1. Yeah, I'd put it below Silent Hill 1 as well. Yeah. Silent Jerry. Hill 3 is the one that I have played through multiple times, so that's why, uh, okay. Yeah, we'll put it below Silent Hill if that's, if that's okay with people. If you want to put it further down, it's okay. We already got two Silent Hills. Yeah. What do y'all um, think? Our next game is Tecmo's oh. Deception. Oh! Oh! This was the one that was at the... I just want to disclaim that uh, this was at the top of my list. Uh, design your own uh, design your own haunted house, more or less. Yeah, I feel like it's the uh, the uh, the, quint- the quintessential horror video game, in my opinion. Frank, That's all I have to... I haven't played Tecmo's Deception, no, but yeah, I, really- I, I always liked that it was called Tecmo's, Tecmo's Deception, Deception. Yeah. as if it were in the same line as, like, Tecmo, Tecmo. Bowl. Yeah, Tecmo yeah. Bowl, Tecmo Secret of the Stars, yeah. Tecmo's Deception. I love this game because it's you're in a big, giant, spooky mansion, and you're a ghost, and you have to set traps for the would-be looters, and there's this kind of quiet, uh, lore-heavy plot just kind of dripping in from the outside. I guess P.S. Okay, the reason why I think Tecmo's Deception should be on any list of the best horror games is when we talk about horror games, right? Um, everybody likes to talk about the PS1 horror games, such as Echo Knight and uh, what were the other ones that were Silent famous? Hill. Oh, is that one? I'm just kidding. Silent Hill and Resident Evil. And also uh, Clock Tower. Yeah, and uh, Shadow Tower as well. So, um... <laughs> Those are, those are your quintessential PS1 horror games. I feel like Tecmo's Deception was the ultimate uh, PS1. It's it's. I think it's the other missing. It's 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 the stepchild of the PS1 horror yeah. games. But it is nonetheless essential, especially with how games have evolved today. How the horror genre has uh, has uh, crystallized today. What game on our list right now? I dare ask. 
is more like Five Nights at Freddy's than Tecmo's Deception, right? Yeah. Um, it's a it's a game about observation. It's, it's largely about observation. It rewards uh, a little bit of a. Uh, it's got a little bit of a user generated content feel to it because well, you are level not designing. Exactly but somewhat an inversion of the horror thing where you are you are the one executing is, the horror yeah. yeah you're you're the one you're the perpetrator of the horror but in a way it feels like the horror is still being perpetrated upon you um yeah it's kind of interesting yeah because uh, by by way of by virtue of the mood being as dark as it is and it's it does have just this very dark mood it has this almost tim burtony soundtrack of of music just kind of just blasting you trying to make you feel sad and weird as you kill these people um there's all that and it also fits in with my uh I, earlier i i revealed the the tip of my rubric where i explained uh, how i think uh the best parts of a horror game are when when uh it's just like the japanese occultist like western occultism kind of bleeding into a japanese rpg a la megami tensei games that sort of thing's my favorite uh horror element that works into a game and while i'm not affected on an emotional level by any horror stories that i read or uh watch or play i do like writing little horror stories every once in a while uh so i i feel like deception also scratches that itch for me it's kind of a, a bit of a like a twisted dungeon dungeon masterly feeling to it i love tecmo's deception i've played the whole series even that weird ps4 one uh, yeah, I got that one, number four. Yeah, I, I like them all, but the original... They got a little I anime remember, with that one. I remember spending a weird weekend with that original one, and then I remember uh, picking it up at Blockbuster when it was like 12 bucks, and then playing it in my college dorm with my buddy Keith, and we just kind of... We, we had a good old time with that game. Just like, we, we mastered it. Love that so game. Is, is that our 20th favorite. game? Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind. I'll go for it. I just want to say an amusing aside that I did not realize, uh, which is that I actually bought the Resident Evil original remake for GameCube uh, mm-hmm. last weekend and forgot about it. Hey! Our remake. You got it. Uh, where do we put uh, Tecmo's Deception? Oh, Tecmo's Deception. Can we put it... Uh, can we put it... Uh, oh, Jerry. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would put it under Until Dawn. I know nobody would want me to put it higher than that, but I would put it there at number 12. I I'm like ho- it better than... I'm okay, okay with, with that. that. That's yep. fine. It's so All good. All right. Well, I have a late stage reveal. That, oh, excellent. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, there was one game nominated by all three of you. Oh, kill me, bro. that Resident game Evil was 4. Resident Evil 4. I knew it. Yep. Yeah. Ah, so, true. Even though I, I, I just want to uh, clarify that I said any Resident Evil game. Yeah, you had a wild it, card. Yeah. It counts. Yeah, I, I, I did it as a wild card. I guess it counts. Uh, though, so do we want to bump that to number one? Uh, no. it, that nah. is my least favorite Resident Evil game right. that I've played. So I would say no. Uh, so for those I, I listening, I did play it. I just want to let everybody know I did. Pl- I have played Resident <laughs> Evil before. I just I don't. It's not my favorite one. We have now period. finalized our list. Uh, the list is as follows. Number 20, Doom 3. Number 19, Dino Crisis. Number mm. 18, Siren. Number 17, Danganronpa. Number 16, Parasite Eve. Number 15, Sweet Home. Number 14, Rule of Rose. Number 13, Baroque. Number 12, Tecmo's Deception. Number 11, Until Dawn. Number 10, Deadly Premonition. Number 9, D2. Number 6, PT. Number 6, Silent Hill 3. Number 6, Silent Hill 1, number 5, Clock Tower 1995, number 4, Resident Evil 2 Remake, number 3, Resident Evil 4, number 2, Left 4 Dead 2, and number 1, 
Silent Hill 2. All right. Nice. Uh, that's Works the end of the me. show. Uh, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug or recommend before we wish our listeners a happy Halloween? I think we should push uh, Doom 3 off of there and just throw uh, Devil's Crush on there. Yeah. Or, uh, or do we want to push Doom 3 off? <laughs> I like Devil's, Devil's Crush, Crush a lot. Devil's, Devil's Crush on. Devil's 20. Crush was also near the top of my list. Let's do uh, okay, Devil's Crush list. is the new number 20. Right. Yes! Let's look at yes. our list, make sure there's nothing we want to throw in here. Yeah, um, I mean... I had I Walking mean, Dead Season 1, which I still think is... A, I mean, once I saw good. what the magic trick was, I was over it, but uh, it was a pretty good I moment. I would have uh, I would have gone for that if only because it would have let me uh, say that it's better than The Last of Us because mm. it's All similar right. to. <laughs> um, the, the weird, interesting one I had that we skipped was uh, Frankenstein on the Sega CD. Yeah, I was oh Mary Shelley's. Yeah, that is uh, a point-and-click adventure and one-on-one fighting game hybrid. What about so, Graham Smoker's uh, Dankula? For I didn't the, have uh, that one. For the Sega CD. <laughs> Graham Smoker's Dankula. You oh, know, that we, one's I, really weird on the Sega CD. I just remembered that one. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 is, that, is that the only video game with real Gary Oldman in it? Is he really in there? Is well, in isn't there? Dracula the one where the uh, environment... It's a 2D game, right? Like you're a sprite. Yeah. And the environment you're walking through is a video. And, and as you're walking, the, the, the frames Wait, the video Wait, aren't there progress? two Draculas on the Sega CD? I don't, I don't know. know. That's that Sony ImageSoft mm. era. Uh, as soon as I get my new in the Batman Begins video game, he oh, was excellent. replaced by Gavin Hammond. Yeah, what of course. Gam Ham. Yeah. Oh man, man. I'm just gonna say. Uh, okay. Well, I, I wanted to just throw out there that I also had Dracula X Rondo of Blood really high up in my yes. list, and I was really, yeah. really hoping that that would end up uh, being discussed. And I feel like a fool because uh, uh, it turns out that I look at my list and I'm like, I guess I don't really know what a horror game is because I've got Tecmo's Deception, Dracula X, Rondo of Blood and Devil's Crush at the top. I was hoping we'd get to Pac-Man, which was also on Frank's list. Yeah, I had Pac-Man and the other old game I had was Night Stalker on the Intellivision. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I had I had Blue Stinger on mine because I I legit like Blue Stinger. So if this were a 30 game list, it would be another thing. But uh, uh, the ring. For a Dreamcast? I just played that. That yeah. game's dumb. That's weird as heck. Uh, and I do <laughs> want to point out, there are indeed two Dracula games on the Sega CD. Bram Stoker's Ooh. Dracula and uh, Dracula Graham Unleashed. Sm- Graham Smoker's Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. It's called Dracula. Um, if, um, you know what I want to recommend, everybody? Yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do when I plug in my TV, when my TV stand arrives, which I think might be tomorrow, I'm not sure, or it might be Monday, I don't know. Uh, for Halloween, I'm going to watch my favorite uh, movie. Uh, to watch on a Halloween time, which is uh, apparently a film that that not everybody thinks is good. And some people say it's good with caveats. They they apply, they attach a whole bunch of caveats to it. I will do no such thing. Uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula is one of my favorite films of all time. Love that and hair. I attach no, no caveats whatsoever to my enjoyment of that film. Uh, I think everything in it is perfect. Oh, Even Keanu Reeves' weird accent. I feel like it's found object art. I feel like there's this beautiful mixed media approach Dada to this is. game. I think it's it's uh, everything about it is purposeful. And if you've seen the conversation, it's on the same level, in my opinion, if not higher. Francis Ford Coppola, thank you. Ram Stoker's your, Crash Killer. Thank you for MSC. listening. Thank you for listening, Francis Ford Coppola. We love your films. I have it in 4K because last year around Halloween time, it was $4 to purchase on iTunes in 4K. And... It looks uh, absolutely marvelous. Uh, Who's next? I will recommend some of the games that I didn't, that weren't on the list from me. 
for example. Okay. Splatterhouse, that game rules. Uh, that's, uh, I like this game because it is exactly the sort of thing I like out of a horror movie. It's like pulpy and silly, but it, it's also the music is really that Italian horror film music where sometimes it's just way too happy and peppy for what's happening. Um, and sometimes it's just like Catholicism <laughs> or whatever. Um, it's really great. So Splatterhouse, Twilight Syndrome, that's a game that rules um, that uh, Suda worked on that one a little bit, too. And uh, Illbleed, that's neat. You should play Illbleed if you haven't. Or at least Illbleed is chill. Think about playing Illbleed. Maybe that's a little more. It's fun. got all this dumb like you go to these movie theaters, right? Yeah. Isn't that about me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, like it, it's weird. It's it's even more of a haunted house simulator because you really are just like going into haunted into this spooky place where the big threat like you can get hurt um your character can get hurt but the biggest threat is like having a heart attack or getting too panicked or whatever because yeah so that, that's a game where just merely wanting to play it makes you a more interesting person so that's my recommendation yeah hey, frank do you want to recommend bioshock a game that was on your list not really i didn't really have a lot to back <laughs> that up with i just thought it'd be funny to talk about that was another <laughs> haunted house simulator that, that was based on uh, uh they they were inspired by disneyland yeah oh right um and i still think right. that first game was pretty good i, uh, I think so too I've got some recommendations. Uh, if you're watching Keanu Reeves movies, why don't you watch the 2005 Constantine movie? Not I like bad. that movie. I like it's that stupid movie. movie. I like yeah. Tonight, tonight I'm watching uh, John Wick 3. Oh Great. my uh, God. JW How'd you like JW2? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. Frank, you're going to finally know, know who Mark Dacascos is. All right. Okay. Oh, Are you man. sure? <laughs> Brandon, did you watch John Wick <laughs> I think, 3? I did. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, Go- pretty good Dacascos, huh? <clears throat> pretty good Dacascos. I... It's it's like that role that they gave him is it's it's a little unfortunate for me because I know for a lot of people it'll be the first time they're seeing him. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And I, I would love for people to know that like his idolatry of John Wick in this movie is is like that's probably how everybody else feels about him in reality. <laughs> um and and it's like an inversion of that, but uh it's it's I don't know, it's it's funny. It's good. I, like I do want to talk a little bit about that because you were asking me. Uh, my, it's my recommendation time, right? So yeah, here's sure. another anti-recommendation for me, which is that um, I recently got an amazing TV. It's the same one that Tim's got, the uh, LG CX. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of what I wanted to do with it, it was uh, watch 4K Blu-rays. thought that might be nice. Watch movies in the highest quality you can get them. Um, yeah. And I got this beast of a computer hooked to the TV. So I'm like, hey, that will just play Blu-rays. Uh, the man doesn't want you to play 4K Blu-rays on your computer. It's real hard. Okay. What, you, what you actually have to do um, is get a, a specific LG Blu-ray drive and uh, basically hack its firmware to get rid of the security checks against these uh, 4K Blu-rays and then rip the file to your computer and then watch the movie. So that's what mm. I'm doing. And I'm doing that not by purchasing Blu-rays, but uh, check this out. You guys ready? Yeah, Got a tell me. Gamefly subscription. Oh, nice. Whoa! Just for 4K Blu-rays, because that is the only game in town, baby, for renting 4K Blu-rays. Wow. Frank, you were talking about not wanting to turn on your PS4 earlier. What if you? Wouldn't that be a little easier? They don't PS4 play 4K Blu-rays. It doesn't play 4K Blu-rays. Believe it or not. Oh. Even the I, Pro. I really thought they did. Nope. Well, I've got a few more recommendations of my own. 
Uh, I'd like to recommend that our listeners go over to iTunes or Stitcher or any platform where they can rate and review podcasts and leave a nice little review for us. Great way to increase the visibility of the show. Or you could just tell some friends about it whenever the opportunity arises. Or even when it doesn't, just force it into the conversation. That would be nice to Get it in there. You could also go to patreon.com slash insert credit, where you could subscribe at any level to submit your own questions, get episodes one day early, and even exclusive access to a growing repository of bonus content. You can discuss these very episodes at forums.insertcredit.com. Get in on the magic. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The show is at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is at Frank Zavaldi. Tim is at 108. And Brandon is at Necrosofty. The show's editor is Esper Quinn, with music by Kurt Feldman. Special thanks to Max Hulley, though, for this week's opening theme, Nashlevania. Look for it on SoundCloud. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Spaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. And I'm Buki Brandon Sheffield. (laughs) (laughs) And we have saved your game. Is that better? Is that better, Tim? Tim, is that better? Yeah, good work. Wait, did earlier a minute ago, <laughs> did you say that backers on Patreon can get the podcast one day early? I did say that. One day early. One day early. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right. The end.